six, sorry, seven six BC. Hogan and Johnson with you right in time for the opening kickoff of the second half. Argos will get it and will run toward Lake Ontario here in the third quarter. Pylon's kickoff will be deep, and Marquise Jackson will take it to the goal line. He falls down and now will take it out. 5, 10, 15, looking for a slot, and will spin off one tackle, but not the second or third or fourth, and will go down just shy of the 20-yard line. There's that turf again, Hoke. Yeah. It's a different surface in the one end yeah. zone, and Marquise caught the ball, planted his back foot, and slipped. And, uh, you know, the guys need to be aware of, uh, you know, it's it, hey, it's a little different. you got to keep your feet underneath you. And on that one, he did not have his back foot underneath him, and it slipped, and he had a poor start on the return. Ricky Ray, 11 of 18 for 120 yards. No touchdowns, no picks in the opening quarter. Argos moving from left to right in all blue. Lions in white with uh, orange helmets, orange pants. Ray goes to the far sideline. It is incomplete at the numbers to Fuller as he uh, short-popped him. And the Lions have done a nice job defensively here. Yes, they have. That is uh, that throw, or the shortness of the throw, is all because of Quinn Evans driving Washington back, forced Ricky to almost pump the throw and couldn't follow through properly and get the velocity and distance on the ball that he needed. Argos had two of the three CFL performers of the week a week ago. Ricky Ray held to 120 yards passing. SJ Green, no catches. And now we've got movement of the line of scrimmage, and... Is that the O-line that moved, or...? We'll see if they were drawn offside. And the Argos moving back. This is going to go against them. Procedure. Toronto, number 56. Five-yard penalty. Remains second down. Corey Watman, second-year Argo, fifth-year in the CFL. Queensville native. Played at Eastern Michigan. Second time we've mentioned him. First was for a good block. This one for a procedure penalty. It'll be second and 15 from their own 14-yard line, trailing by a point. Tough play here. Second and long, deep in the Argo end. Bit of a gut check play. Ball on the right, hash mark, four out to the left for the Argonauts. Three-man rush, and a shovel pass to Wilder, and it opens up. 20-25-30. First down, Argos. They needed 15. They got 17. I just had a flashback to Robert Drummond. Oh, my. The big running back through the A-gap on a shovel pass. And that might have been the last time we've seen a shovel pass. Oh. How many times have you seen Ricky Boy. do a shovel pass? He you know, drops back, flashes the throw, and flips it with his left hand to James Wilder, turns up, turns around, and he's nothing but real estate in front of him and gets a big first down. Ricky Ray a lot taller than Doug Flutie, but the result is the same. It's a first down to the 31-yard line. Now they're going to pound it with Wilder, and he's going to get two yards on first down. Matt Shinetti reporting earlier. That Brandon Whitaker is indeed nicked up, and he would have played tonight if it wasn't a short week. Okay. So he'll be ready for the Ottawa game. You know what? It's er season just started, yep. right? Four, you're four days yep. in. Next game. You know what? Give him a rest. Let's see what Wilder can do. And so far, I like what we've seen. He's been solid. And he had a nice tweet today thanking uh, Canada for being able to, you know, put his family uh, up here awesome. and support the family and his career here in the CFL. Five-man rush. Ray picks it up, rolls out to the left, throws it to the sideline. It's a jump ball, bad decision intercepted. At the 41-yard line, picked off by the Lions, and he beat Ronnie Yell with a pump fake earlier, and this time Yell got him. Lions' first interception of the season, and they've got it in Argo territory at the 40. You know what, Hogue? I think Ricky was just trying to square up his shoulders and possibly throw that away. I mean, I know Jeff Fuller was in the territory there, but he really overthrew it, and uh, again, that's a BC Lions D-line, got pressure, Wilder got tried to help out in the offensive line, got driven back, forced Ricky to flush out the pockets to his left, and was 
kind of trying to square up his shoulders, get rid of it, and uh, it's an INT. We'll take the timeout. Argo's uh, down by a point. You're listening to Argo football here on TSN 1050. 12.59 remaining in the third quarter. 7-6 Lions, they get the interception. First interception thrown by Ray this season. And the Lions will take over the 40-yard line. A couple yeah. of people listening in, uh, say hello to Brian Ramsey, the vice president, uh, or I guess the president of the Players Association. Sending you a text a little bit earlier on tonight. Ron Van Morker, longtime defensive coordinator at Laurier, listening. They're out on a recruiting trip tonight. Excellent. Better known as Rammer. What's up, Rammer? <laughs> first down at the 40-yard line. See what Jonathan Jennings can dial up here. Quarterback draw on first down, and he'll take it down to the 35, down to the 31-yard line. Should mention Nakas Onyeka, the Argonauts draft pick, who played in the opener, is not dressed tonight. He was one of the two late scratches tonight. Ron Van Morker doing a nice job there. Defensive coordinator on the Vanier Cup team back in 2005. They put a lot of guys into the CFL. Short yardage, second down and a yard to get from the 31-yard line, and Jennings with his fall forward and move the sticks down to the 29-yard line. First down, 7-6 BC, about three minutes into the second, uh, third quarter. This is not how you want to start your second half with the Toronto Argonauts. You know, they, they close out the half with a positive play, have an opportunity to punch it across the line, can't quite get it done. And then, you know, they start with the ball in the second half, and BC Lions defense pressures, Jarvis forces them to make a bad play and a decision, and that's an interception, and now you've got the BC Lions with a chance to build some momentum. BC will empty out the backfield here on first down from the Argo 30. Ball just inside the left hash mark. Back to pass Jennings. Quick hitter has a man at the 25-yard line. Big hit after the catch is made as Brandon Harrison, his first CFL start. That's how you bring it, Hoke. Did you hear that? University of Miami. Harris brought that wood and made sure the receiver knows that he's there because, uh, you know what, next time that ball's coming in, the receiver might be thinking about that, and that might be enough to drop the ball. Marco Iannuzzi, of course, a Harvard man with the catch. <laughs> Harvard. Harvard man. Gain of six. He's been around now. He's, uh, he's done a nice uh, job up here. Seventh year in the CFL out of Harvard. Back to pass Jennings. Crossing route underneath. They hit Rainey. What a great open field tackle by Johnny Sears, Jr. He just saved a big play, limits it to two, and we'll see if Wally Buono on third and a yard and a half will gamble. No, here comes the kick unit. What an outstanding pickup a number of the guys Yargo's got in the offseason. Sears, you know what? I mean, he just makes plays all over the place. Look at that. The tackling, He every time he's in on a play and has a chance to make a tackle, he does an exceptional job. That was excellent. If he doesn't make that play and catch that shoestring, I'm telling you, that, that uh, receiver, he's turning the corner, and, and that turn, Rainey's turning the corner and turning that to a huge play, possibly a touchdown. Five tackles and a sack in week one. He's got an interception already tonight, Johnny Sears Jr. out of the University of Michigan. And here's the field goal attempt. Ty Long from 30, from 29 yards, and he got it. And another Argo fan gets a football. Got to catch that over there. Yeah, you sit in the end zones here. You better be ready because you keep the football. If you can catch one here, that's a probably nice got the beer deal. goggles going. Other, I mean, <laughs> otherwise, you got to catch that. It's a perfect opportunity to show the coaches that you've got it, what it takes, and get a chance to try it out. Scouts. <laughs> 10-6 BC. We'll take the time out. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Lions add to the lead. 10-6 now over the Argos. 10-12 remaining here in quarter number three. Specifically, what do you want to see from the Argonauts on this drive, JJ? 
want to see them get something going. They haven't been able to get anything going, get some momentum, get the... They just... You know what, last week they had this flow happening, right? Yeah. You know, there was... Uh, Ricky was... I mean, he got knocked down seven or eight times, but he still was getting the ball out. I feel like the uh, BC Lions are winning the battle in the trenches right now on the defensive. So I want to see a little more physical presence up front by the Argos O-line, and a lot of it has to do with just communication and, you know, making sure they're passing guys off properly. So I want to see a solid series up front, giving Ricky a little more time. You want to see a Mike Bradwell-like flow. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Be well flow. That's there what I want to see. Ball at the 35-yard line. Argos will take it at that point. Before receivers out to the right and run to the boundary the other way with Wilder, and that got blown up real good. Yeah, that's not really nice. Wilder's going to lose maybe four yards on this play, depending on the spot. Yeah, that's not good. That's going to set up second down and long. It will be about 14 and a half to go here. They'll mark it just outside the 30. Second and long again. Here we are. Although they're not, uh, there's a little more real estate behind them. So this is a different part of the playbook being 30-yard 30, 30 line. Wilder, five carries for 24 yards so far tonight. Shovel pass. We can see the shovel pass again. This yeah. is where we saw the shovel on the last one. It was 17. He lost four yards on a reception earlier as well. Ray comes to the near side, and that is, how was that not intercepted? Edwards makes it a remarkable catch because I have no idea how the ball got in there because that should have been picked. He bailed out the QB, but it will be a punting situation. They get it back to the 38-yard line. How was that not intercepted, JJ? I don't know, and uh, you know what? Again, there was a BC line player in Ricky's face, so it, it impeded the throw, and that was on Gator. Uh, Anthony yep. Gator, who's playing very well, in my opinion, tonight for the BC Lions. They come after Hyrule who gets it away. Nice high kick. And it will be the Harvard man taking it at the 30-yard line. Coming around the near side, Ayanutsi will be tackled in the middle of the field at the 29-yard line. Another nice job by the Argo cover teams. And we'll take the timeout. 8.44 remaining here in a, shall we say, not exactly an offensive shootout. It's 10-6 BC. You're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. 8.44, Ogan and Johnson with you. Lions take over the ball to the 29-yard line, leading by four here over the Toronto Argonauts. Jennings so far tonight, 14 of 22, 192 yards, one pick, no TDs. Fairly pedestrian night for both quarterbacks. No touchdowns, a couple of interceptions combined, and just over 300 yards so far. And here we are nicely underway in the third quarter. Yeah, very even, very vanilla. Both sides just kind of chipping away, not quite, you know, pushing it down. And I, you know what, both teams are able to get pressure with their front four, right? And that's allowing the defense to sit back and, and make it difficult for the QBs. Have you seen the shoes? They just had a close-up on Jennings. He's got, like, leopard print <laughs> sneakers. Or okay, plates. so I think I could see you wearing shoes like that. Come on, yeah. talk to me. I know you've got leopard print shoes at home. Not leopard. Cowboy boots. We'll go, we'll go with the blue suede Leopard print underwear, you know, probably your look. That's way too much information. <laughs> Uh, First down of the 29-yard line. Jennings back to pass, dumps it off. Uh, he's got uh, out of the backfield, Jeremiah Johnson, and that's good for just a couple of yards. D-line is playing so well out there. And uh, who else? Bearwood's in on the tackle. And Marcus Ball. The crowning achievement of my interviewing career, 30-whatever years, yep. I got Bearwood's on our podcast to speak French with that hard brawl oh, of his. Way. Got one sentence out of him. What did you get out of him? You'll have to listen to the podcast, Double Blue Podcast. Go to my uh, Twitter account, at TSM Mike Hogan, or go to the Argos, argonauts.ca to find it. Jennings, 
Gets rid of the football. Almost intercepted. Oh, boy. Right there on the turn was Cassius Vaughn, and the ball was on him too quick. And he turned around. The ball was right there. He didn't pick it off. And, boy, the Lions dodge a bullet. My goodness. Brian Burnham. Brian Burnham on, a, on an out pattern. And Cassius Vaughn with blanket coverage. As he breaks out, Vaughn just turns his head, and as he turns his head, the ball zings by, and if he had turned it a split second earlier, it would have been an interception for the Argos. Here's the kick. Long will get it away. Oh, wow, that's ugly. It'll hit at the 45-yard line, bounce back toward the Lions, and Jackson will go pick it up. There is no no-yards flag, and I don't know how that works, but nonetheless, the Argos off great field position here, close to the 50-yard line. When we come back, they trail 10-6. to Halfway through the third quarter, you're listening to Argo Football on TSN 1050. Hogan and Johnson with you. Lions 10, Argo 6. We're about halfway through the third quarter of play here. Argo's defense bailing out the offense tonight big time. You know what? Both defenses are running the show right now. Both both, both D lines are running the show. And... Uh, Jeez, number 94, DeQuinn Evans, is having a heck of a night for the BC Lions. He is, I think he's had a, a sack, but more importantly, he has been in Ricky's face much of the evening and just driving big uh, tackle Washington back. And, you know, the Lions are running some very successful stunts up front, and that is just allowing the defense to sit back. And, you know, when you've got all those guys playing coverage, there's not a lot of holes for Ricky to throw at, right? And I mean, yeah, you know how Ricky plays. He takes the defense, gets him. If you're not giving him anything, he's going to struggle. You just mentioned a stat. I set you up to give the stat. You never gave the stat. Come, uh, come on, JJ. <laughs> What's the stat? Sorry. The Argos haven't given up a touchdown yet this year. Six and a half quarter. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry, buddy. I started to shift into a different thought. No, I'm kidding. Ricky Ray on first down has a man at midfield. Hey, he's playing tonight. S.J. Green with the catch, a gain of seven. He has been you go. really quiet tonight. I don't even think they've looked at him so far tonight. But S.J. has his first grab. Wasn't spectacular enough. Come on, S.J. Yeah, and I think that's uh, Yell or T.J. Lee. That's been coverage in game. Who's what, 5'8", five, 5'9"? And, uh, you know, S.J.'s at 6'2", okay. so you would figure it would target him a little more. But T.J. obviously... A, an incredible defensive back and has very good coverage on SJ thus far. Coombs and Edwards out. Martise Jackson has checked into the game. And he's going to line up as a back. I didn't see him all week at practice line up like this. And they're going to go. They've got Fuller wide open. Quick hitter down the right uh, hash marks. And that's going to be a first down inside the 45-yard line of the 42, a gain of about 12. And that is a heck of a catch. Fuller breaks on a on a tight slant, about three steps, slants in uh, on a tight angle, heading downhill, and the ball's behind him, and he manages to adjust and still come across with the catch. Just a second catch. His one catch last week where he had to dive and keep the ball off the carpet, reducing just his hands Ridiculous. on a fairly deep. It was an incredible Ridiculous. catch. Everybody talking about SJ, and that was just as good. There is Ray going over the middle again, incomplete. He was looking for Fuller again. Nice block in the backfield from James Wilder, who came back into the game. He I'm still confused about that. Maybe he was. Maybe he needed a breather, but I'm still confused about Marquise Jackson coming in. Well, it was probably just for, you know what, they had Jackson, and they also brought in um, 
Brian Declan Cross. Yeah, Declan came in as well. So it's the package, right? Yeah. So they have a, a play designed with Cross comes in, Martise sure. comes in, and it's just it, that's the package to play. And you know, I'm sure it had to do with the three-step drop and everything else that happened. Bunch formation to the right. Ray is going to drop back. Look that way. He's going to go to the numbers. He's got S.J. Green. Oh, it's just a falling catch inside the 20-yard line. Yeah, that's more like S.J. Green. That's a first down. They're in the red zone. Move the sticks. The Argos are on a drive. There's your boy S.J. You know, maybe this is part of the deal. You know, the Argos work the ball around everybody else but S.J. for the first three quarters of the game and then uh, start to hit him when they find him open. Great pass and throw. And catch. At the 17-yard line is where the Argos will set up shop. Five and a half remaining here in the third quarter. Argos trailing by four. On the right hash mark. Strong side right with Fuller lined up as a tight end. Coombs is outside him. Bunch formation to the left. Ray under pressure. Looks right. Comes back to the middle. He's got Wilder sitting down on the zone. Inside the five-yard line. A burst of speed. A show of power. And it's a first and goal from the four. Great protection by the Argos offensive line. They are having a heck of a time blocking big DeQuinn Evans. you got Washington and Holmes, both of them tag teaming over there against uh, Evans and uh, in the other defensive tackle and they are uh, the Argos did a good job of, of passing it off um, that's Turner Turner and Evans on that one side there that are just having a heck of a game and good job of the Argo line picking up that one time. two three four receivers to the right Coombs will come into the near side they're going to run a shovel pass to Edwards and it is snuffed out at the four yard line they worked on that play often this week to try and get Edwards in space inside the goal line and it was there, and he just couldn't cut it back upfield. It'll set up a second down and goal from the four. No gain, no loss, right at the line of scrimmage. That's a good play by the Lions D there to, to, to sniff that one out. And it wasn't just linebackers that were over there on Edwards. It was some of the Dean linemen were over there as well. Wilder to the right of Ray. Bunch formation. And now SJ Green outside the bunch on the left. Ray back to pass. Gets rid of it. Throws the fade. It is in and out of the hands of the intended receiver. Posey was there, tried to catch the ball and bring a foot down. It would have been a remarkable catch. And maybe thinking about the feet more than the football at that stage. Mm -hmm. And it will be a field goal attempt as the Argos can cut it to within a point. Ronnie Yell with a nice knockdown there. It was a corner pattern. Posey releasing. He was lined up to the right side. Runs a corner with uh, Wilder coming underneath on the flat. And he was open for a split second. Went up, but... But Yell got his hands in there and uh, managed made. to interfere you know with it. Should have made that catch. He should have made it, but uh, Yell was also still there. By Posey's standards, he'll want that one back. Agreed. 11-yard field goal attempt. Hiralahu tonight, 2 for 2 from 21 and 30. This from 11, just inside the right hash mark. Giorgio gets it down, and Liram gets it through. And the Argonauts cut it to 10-9. Liram Hiralahu's first field goal the other night was from 12 yards out. And it was the 100th field goal of his career. He wants the ball back. If you know anybody who caught that oh. ball in the end zone, <laughs> he wants to make a deal. Like oh, he wants to give guy. you another game ball, another sure. field goal ball if possible. Yeah. He wants to give you a game jersey. Yes. Uh, I'll throw in whatever it takes, some tickets or a trip up here to the broadcast booth. Liram would love to get it back. So if you know who caught the football, what quarter uh, was it, Hope? It was the early on, first scoring of the game. It was a three-pointer, like, very early in the first quarter. Okay. Uh, it was the 100th of his career. Just sentimental value, and oh, he'll, no tr he'll trade to get it. Yeah. Um, so if, if, if you know who has it, again, contact me somehow on Twitter. I'll connect you with Liram. Contact him on Twitter. 
and uh, and and he'll look after you. Like he he wants to look after you, but he'd love to get the Gotta football get back. That football. That's the one thing about being here at BMO. There are no nets. They let fans keep the football if you're sitting in the end zone. So, and Liram will kick it off here. It's a high kick, fairly short. And here's uh oh, Chris Rainey at the 16-yard line. Far numbers 20, 25, into the pile, and he didn't come out of the pile. Nice job. Once again downfield, Declan Cross in on the special teams tackle for the Argonauts. And it'll be a first down for the Lions. Now Trail are leading by a point with three and a half minutes remaining in the third quarter. Ivan's got these cover units uh, running down in a, a nice organized manner where they've got the first wave of guys hitting the wall or making initial contact and disrupting the play. But right behind that initial wall is a very three, four guys that are safe, not safety, so to speak, but they're right there. So if the returner gets through, he's still going to be brought down. I like the formation of the football. First down, Lions for 30, and they're going to go to a double tight end set. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Lions moving right to the left. Ball on the right, hash mark, and they are going to go play action, dump it out into the flat. It is caught uh, by the fullback and knocked out of bounds is big Roly Lombala, 6'2", 238. In his 10th season now with the BC Lions. And Kate Pedersen's on the sidelines. Kate? Mike, Devere Posey came off the field and in a little bit of pain. They're working on his right foot and right ankle. So I'll keep an eye on it and let you know what I've got down here. Thank you, Kate. He did land awkwardly when he tried to make that catch in the end zone. No catch. And hopefully he'll be okay because he's been dynamite for the Argonauts, obviously, here early on in the 17 seasons. First down at the 41-yard line, their own. Back to pass is Jennings. Some late pressure. He gets it away. He's looking long. Left sideline. Diving attempt in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, Brian Burnham, who was open. And he almost did burn him. What a beautiful football. Wow. And Burnham was fully extended, horizontal, and almost pulled it in. Sometimes he makes that catch. More Usually often than he not, makes he makes catch. that catch. And that would have been a... Uh, that would have hurt. He's one of my favorite receivers to watch in the CFL. And with he and Manny Arsenault teamed up, it's a dynamic one-two punch. You add Nick Moore into the equation. What a spinner. What a great crew they have. Second out of 10 from their own 41-yard line. Getting loud here at BMO all of a sudden. Fans haven't had much to get into tonight. And it's tipped and almost intercepted. They try to get it out into the flat on the near side to Jeremiah Johnson. And almost picked off. And who else? I mean, come on, Victor Butler again? Oh, my goodness. The guys wearing 9-4 for both teams tonight are having exceptional evenings. And Victor Butler comes up underneath this screen throw, and it goes right through his fingers, and he can't believe it. Got to get him on the podcast, JJ. This guy can talk. My goodness. He can talk. Oh, yeah, I like to yeah. have a little fun. He's good. Here's the kick. Long will get it away. And not a great kick. He's having a great night. And it went out of bounds again, so the flag goes down. And he is just standing there, hands on the hips. And it wasn't long the reason because of his punting. Yeah, he's a punter, not a, pl a place kicker. Well, but he's not a good director. Uh, I've only seen him. Legal punch. One out of bounds. So far BC, number one, 10 yards from where it went out. First down. And it's interesting he's got how things can get in your head as a kicker yeah. and really throw you off. He's just way off right now. That's Brene Paredes. My God. Holy no kidding. smokes. No kidding. Of wow. all of the guys in the league that's going through the yips, he'd probably be at the bottom of the list. Those little voices in your mind can get to you. Kate Pedersen letting us know Posey's got the cleats back on, so that is good news. And now, uh, is that, who are they working on on the near side? Somebody else down there. We'll go down to Kate in a couple of seconds. As somebody else is uh, being worked on on the table. 
after the shank and the penalty, the Argos have it at their own 51-yard line, trailing by a point here. Two minutes left in the third quarter. Three receivers to the near side for Ray. They'll put it in play from the left hash mark. He'll drop back. Long throw to the near sideline. He's got Armani Edwards at midfield, and he will be tackled immediately. That's about a 45-yard throw for about four yards. Oh, that was close. Armani almost shook him loose and uh, turned that into something bigger. Oh, it's, a, it's, it's a quasi Wusuansaw. AK, yeah, this looked like you might have a little cramp. They were working on a calf or something. Sorry, Kate, but they're in the no huddle. <laughs> saw who it was. So uh, it'll be at midfield. Second down and seven to go. Argos with a tight bunch to the left side with the ball on the right hash mark. Posey back on. He's the wide out to the right side. Ricky Ray now changing the play. Wilder's in the backfield. He'll go from the left to the right. Ricky's picked up something. Four-man rush. And he'll dump it off. He's got Edwards at the 50, and it will be shy of the first down by about a yard. Oh, Mark Trestman. Uh, it's less than a yard. It's two feet to go. JJ? Listen, Hogue, Ricky got smoked on that play, so yeah. I was just kind of riling on the hit there. And, uh, he, We're going to go. Jeepers. He, you know what? There was an adjustment made up front, and I don't. And I think maybe there was an, a change with the protection as well. Watman missed his guy, and uh, Max Ford just blew through there and hit Ricky as he threw that ball. Hit Cody, him hard, too. Cody Fajardo and the Hoggies come out. It's two feet to go, almost oh. a full yard. They're you got to go, go for this. It. you got to go for this. Just inside the 50. They were perfect doing this last week. First time tonight, they will bring in Fajardo, and he'll get the first down. He will go behind the center, Sean McEwen, and the left guard, Tyler Holmes, and move the sticks, the Argonauts are going to get a first down. Okay, Pajardo's a solid guy. He's got low center gravity. He's agile. He, you know, give him the ball. And he's 6'5". You know? He's got the height. And when you see him, they've got him listed at 215. He looks bigger than 215. Yeah, like, yeah, he's a big he's guy. He's solid. Yep. And a, like a muscular solid. Yep. Yeah. Third year Argo out of University of Nevada. Last year, three rushing touchdowns. He had one last week in the win over Hamilton. Ball at the 48-yard line. They'll go strong side left with Declan Crossin as the tight end. Play action. Ray over the middle. Has the man on the crossing around. It's Edwards to the 30, 25, 20. Look at him go. 15, 10, 5. Spinning and knocked down inside the five-yard line. Armani Edwards' biggest play is a Toronto Argonaut, and it's a first and goal on the final play of quarter number three. Argos knocking at the door, looking for their first lead of the game. Will they get it? Stick around and find out as we bring you the fourth quarter. It's Argos football on TSN 1050.